You got the chill. The chill, chill, chill. Everybody's ego takes a shot on this show. This is Rutledge and Hamilton with Jim Rutledge and Matt Hamilton, presented by Coors Light on 100.5 ESPN. I mean, to be honest, I haven't won an event for a minute. You know, I've won a couple national championships, but there's there's golfers from all over the world here, so I'm counting this as international, and I'm going to count this as an international win, just like the Olympic. Feels good, uh, especially to do it in a sport that I'm not that good at. <laughs> Broadcasting live from the Everlight Solar Studio with Matt Hamilton, here's Jim Rutledge. Champ is back, Jimmy. The champ is back. Come on, give me full Muhammad Ali. The champ is here. You're the welcome. The champ is here. I, I I I took my trip to Disney World. I've scheduled that later because I am a dedicated host. I'm back. The champ is back. Let's go. The mountains were blue down in South Carolina, and I knew what to do. And that's crush a Coors Light. He's Matt Hamilton, champion. Of the BMW X7 High Handicap Celeb Division. <laughs> Congratulations. <a> Hold <laughs> yeah, well out the tongue. That was it was awesome. Uh the weather was incredible down in uh Greenville, South Carolina, and I uh the pro played pretty well. I had a good start to golf, and I think that kind of like carried me forward. I, I got I built a three stroke lead on day one and that was able to I was able to hold on to it. Well, congratulations. That's the Corn Ferry tournament that you're in or Yeah, it's Corn Ferry Tour. Tour. It's the BMW Charity Pro Am. Alrighty. The X seven high handicapped uh celeb division. So I want of people s- named Matt Hamilton. You no, saw the trophy, right? I did, yeah. So like, tell me about the trophy. Give us some dazzling details. Yeah, so this this trophy is off. Some sort of BMW, maybe a BMW X7, which is, is an sense. SUV. So I think I think they take this rim, they take the the wheel, and they cut it in half, and they send it to some artist to like paint the spokes a little bit, and then they attach like a plaque that says X7 High Handicap Celebrity Division Winner, right? And this is this thing's real. It was like when I had to hold it up for photos. We did a lot of photos with, you know, just me, me and the tournament director, me and my pro, uh, then all of the winners together and their caddies and whatnot. So I was out on this 18th green at the end of Saturday for like 20 minutes holding this thing. It's like 35, 40 pounds. It is heavy. My you're arms a curler, are sore. So like you're a weakling. So I mean, well, like you're no, not an I'm used to curling. Just used more used to like the 12 ounce curls as opposed to. Uh. <laughs> Maybe 16 ounce curls. If I'm really trying to like gain some mass, you know what I mean. But I'm not used to those uh, 35 pound trophy holds for so long. What was the best shot of the weekend for you? Oh well, so you know they they the old phrase drive for show, putt for dough. I had a couple drives. I, there was one downwind one, and I just crushed it. Like. I was teeing off Give us the whole well in front of here, my pro. Yeah. Okay, so we're, it's par five. I'm teeing off well in front of my pro, and it kind of, the, the course kind of like the hole would go down. It curved to the left. There's a tree kind of like guarding that corner, and then it kind of straightened back out, and it there was the, the, the green. Uh, the pros, since they were farther back, they all hit it to the right of the tree and then went like and attacked the corner. I, being so far forward... 
uh, being the high handicap division. And fortunately, I'm able to bomb the ball uh, off the tee. I tried to carry that tree. And I asked the pro if he's like, hey, you like that line? He's like, if you hit it far enough. And this was like on the first day. And I just crushed one. And from then on, he was like, you can hit it far enough. Like, you should be taking driver on every single tee shot. Put yourself in a position. He's like, I, I got your back. But once he saw me, was able to like just crush a drive. He was like, okay, I think we could do pretty good. Which for me is super neat. Like this, this pro is playing his own ball, playing in a real tournament. He doesn't need to acknowledge me at all in the least. He made it a point to like we were trying to win for us. Like so, if he got a par and I bogeyed or worse, he'd be like, I got you, partner. Yeah. And he was like. Almost wasn't even focused on his score. It was like his score would happen if he made sure that me and him were doing well. So uh, it was cool to be feel like you're in a real golf tournament when I'm like I'm just like you and everyone else out there. I'm just an average golfer who got to play in a pro event. It's it's kind of wild. You'll get some galleries and some people like standing halfway down the hole. Just off the fairway, it's like that's my favorite spot to hit my tee shot. Is not in the middle. <laughs> like that's not safe. If you guys wanted to like be safe, I would say typically middle fairway, safest spot on the golf course when I'm hitting. Pressure, pressure. <laughs> and uh, who were some of the uh, celebs with you at this uh, celebrity golf tournament? So we do remember our friend Andy Buckley. Yep. Andy Buckley was there. He asked me, "How's John?" <laughs> I told him John's doing well. Which, uh, if you missed that interview, uh, Andy had called me prior to it and asked me a list of things about Jim Rutledge to uh, maybe get under his skin. And one of the things he came up with was, I'm just going to call him John the entire interview. People like <laughs> Perfect. Right. Um, Chris Lane, country star. He actually also put on a concert. Okay. And it was pretty good. No disrespect for him. I just don't know country. So yeah. I'm sure he's a big star. I mean, I, I, I don't know if he's quite like... You know, top level A list star, but he's pretty big. Anyway, it, it was a cool show. Yeah. Um, Jay Demarcus from Rascal Flats was playing in there. Brian Baumgartner played. Uh, Todd Gurley was there. Um, Bradley Pinion, uh, new friend, maybe new friend of show. Okay. He gave me his number and said he'd be willing to chat with us. If that name doesn't ring a bell, he was the punter that pinned the Packers on inside the five against when they were playing the Buccaneers in the uh, championship game, and I believe the Packers went three and out and gave the ball right back, and then Brady went down to score the uh, touchdown. It ended up being like a pretty big swing in the game. Uh, Bradley Pinion, really great guy. Got some insight from him. The guy looks like a tight end or like like, like a linebacker. He's a giant. And when he said he was a punter, I like literally like laughed at him. <laughs> I was like, get out of here. You are, you're bigger than Todd Gurley. I, you look like you could like... Tackle Todd Gurley like no problem, and yeah, apparently punter. And that those are some of the guys just in my division. Yeah, um, some of the the pros that were good at golf, uh, Seth Curry. Okay, yeah. So Steph's Steph Curry's brother, Seth Curry, plays for the Nets. He was out there. Um, can't remember his first name. I want to say his last name's Chef. He was like the lead singer of Chicago. Oh, okay. I don't know. I know the band. I I don't think he was a part of the original group, but he became a member of the group for like 20-some years. And he was a part of that concert as well. Uh, Very cool. Larry Fitzgerald was there. Ken Griffey Jr. was there. Those are big-time names, yeah. Yeah. Roger Wells. um, uh, Pudge Rodriguez. 
Uh, yeah, there's some. There, it was a it was a action packed tournament. A lot of fun. Uh, I got to race some BMW cars on their test track, which nice. is yeah. always a good time. And uh, yeah. Uh, I'm going to tell you right now, I'm going to be out this week next year. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's a standing out for you. We know all about that. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You can join the BMW X7 High Handicap Celeb Division Champion, Matt Hamilton, <laughs> July 17th out at Trapper's Turn for the ESPN Madison Open. Go to ESPNMadisonOpen.com. Sign up and hang out with us. Matt Hamilton, Brad Nortman, Chris Orr, Mark Tauscher. I'll be out there, and we're adding more. Alec Ingold will be out there, more celebs as it goes along. So go to ESPNMadisonOpen.com. Sign up for a foursome today. So you had a hell of a weekend. Yes. Nick Taylor from Canada knocking down a 70-foot eagle to win the Canadian Open, the first Canadian in what forever to win the Canadian Open, had a hell of a weekend. Absolutely. We'll get into his uh, his friend uh, <laughs> uh, Adam uh, Hadwin a little later, but that was less than great for him. And then you had Madison native. This is the first question I have for you, Matt Hamilton. You're from McFarland. Do you consider yourself a Madison native? Um. I typically say I'm from Madison because no one ever, like I'll say I'm from McFarland and then they'll say where's that and then I end up saying Madison anyway. So like to basically shorten the conversation with a lot of people when asking where I'm from, I do say Madison. And you, as you should, I think Madisonians uh, who are drawing these weird lines are trying too hard. You're not Chicago. You're not Boston. You're not New York. Like yeah. there's a large pro- there's a large section of people that live in Chicago Chicago proper. New York prop. I mean, like, but Madison is not that big. So for me, on a whole, philosophically, Sun Prairie, Edgerton, Evansville, Oregon. I just all, like to lump the 608. If yeah, you're in the 608, we're all Madison. Yeah, exactly. It is Madison. That's all Madison. So I, you and I are on the same page. We're not some sprawling metropolis. We're not Milwaukee here. Like, <laughs> like that's something like big cities do. Like, you're from Milwaukee. Yeah, and I think area code things are right. like there's an elitism right, to some right. like area codes, like right. in New York. But like, if you're from Milwaukee, living in Milwaukee is different than living in Waukesha. Like, that's not Milwaukee. But right, McFarland. You're basically For all intents in- <laughs> and purposes is Madison. Thank you. Yes, so we're I on the agree same page with you. I agree with you. We're not a big city. I love Madison. We're not big enough to start drawing lines here. Well, you're not really from Madison if you're in the SP. Get out of here. <laughs> so Madison area uh, native Steve Stricker uh, won the AmFam Championship. First time ever for Steve Stricker to do so. Madison native Jerry Kelly has won it as well. Uh, but congratulations to Steve Stricker. That's a that's a heck of a weekend for him. And obviously a ton of money raised for the American Family Children's Hospital thanks to the, the folks at American Family Insurance. And then Derek Jeter was out. Michael Phelps was out. Michael Phelps did his famous put the hands back. Yeah, yep. yeah. So he did all of that. Derek Jeter was rocking some great Jordans. And uh, Phelps was rocking some Panda Dunks, I believe, for his low. Or maybe they were Jordan ones. I'm they're not sure. Jordan ones. Jordan ones. Okay. Yeah. So he was rocking those as well. And it was a great time out there. So. Our first Iron Jack Bowl question, 844-770-3776. Who had the best golf weekend? Oh, that's a good question. Madison native Steve Stricker winning the AmFam Championship. Canadian native Nick Taylor uh, winning the Canadian Open. Or Madison native Matt Hamilton winning the BMW X7 High Handicap Celeb Division of folks who used to be Olympic curlers. That was the division that Matt Hamilton Woo! won. Uh, congratulations <laughs> to, to Matt Hamilton. Have on fun the, typing on the that one in there, Ryan. <laughs> this is going to be a long tweet, guys. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to take a while. 
That's now, right. We're used to Strofe. Now, Matt, right, <laughs> yes. So we're going to get to what Matt missed while he was out last week. But, Matt, before we go to break here, uh, in all seriousness, congratulations on it. But what was the feeling like when you knew that you were – did you feel pressure when you felt like you were going to maybe pull this off? And what was the feeling like when you actually won it? Okay, so for, so again, in if I was curling – uh, it, it kind of like to equate this to curling. If you're in a normal golf tournament, if you're in the lead, you're like the last group yep. to go out. Um, since I wasn't the premier part of this golf tournament, uh, the, the the amateur division essentially between the celebrities and the other amateurs, since we weren't the premier part of it, it didn't matter that I had the lead. Like I actually ended up teeing off before the person I was competing against in the last round, which happened to be Larry the Cable Guy. <laughs> I know the name. I don't know what he's ever been in. I know he's a comedian, though. He's uh, Mater in all the oh, car okay. movies. Okay, uh, okay, so I know him from that. Yeah, he's honestly, I think his after uh, the red, uh, the blue collar comedy tour. His he's been a voice actor, and that's where he's been okay. making his bread and butter. I know is, cars. I, think, I know Mater. Okay, all yeah. right. So uh, anyway, it was me versus him. His pro had was like in fifth or fourth place, so he was going later in the day. So fortunately for me. Not being a very good golfer, it wasn't like I had to, like, you're two strokes back and you got to catch him. Or or it's like I knew that I had a three-stroke lead going in, and I was already nine holes in by the time he even teed off. So I, I had, like, de- gotten a built a lead. So it's way easier to build the lead, finish the round, and then let him come to you. Yeah. Like, at that point, all you can do is you either win or you tip your cap and say, way to play better than I did today. So that was definitely helping my situation because I don't know if I would have been able to handle the pressure of like having to hit like maybe my last putt <laughs> to win it, you know. So yeah. uh, very glad that it didn't come down to that. And honestly, I was super excited, but uh, I brought our resident Colt fan, Derek. Yeah, uh, saw that friend of show. He is the biggest golf nerd I have ever met. He was like more excited than I was, right? And. During the trophy presentation, he's standing in the background. I've never seen this guy stand with such good posture in my entire <laughs> life. Uh, just smile ear to ear. And after they present me my trophy, I kind of like walk off to take some pictures. The head of the tournament goes up to him and hands him a watch box. And he's like, okay, I'll give it to Matt when he's done doing photos. He's like, no, this is for you. The winning caddy gets this Citizen EcoDrive chronograph watch. And he like just about like burst into tears. He was so excited. <laughs> yeah. One, that he doesn't have a cool watch. And two, that he was the caddy of the winning team. And they got a prize as well. Like, I can't even like begin to tell you how ex- – it was almost more fun for me <laughs> seeing how excited he was for me and for like our situation. So that was probably the highlight of winning uh, is seeing my caddy just be so excited and giddy about uh, the whole situation. Happy to have you back, Matt Hamilton. You're looking good today in that Iron Jack shirt. Absolutely, and I don't just look good. I am feeling fresh and smelling fresh, too. That's because their state-of-the-art Iron Jack Silver Ion Ion technology is guaranteed to keep you feeling fresh and provide odor-fighting protection for as long as you own it. Iron Jack's a Wisconsin-based company, which is why it's obviously going to be a partner here on Rutledge and Hamilton because we love Wisconsin-based things. Uh, They provide high-quality performance apparel that's designed from the inside out. Uh, Iron Jock provides a combination of superior moisture management, better cooling, static control, stain blocking, and storm-proof 
water resistance. Uh, it's the highest quality fabrics they can get their hands on. You can go to ironjock.com right now and get your Iron Jock apparel today. I believe they still have the code ESPN25. Yep, ESPN25. Uh, for 25% off your order, go to Iron Jock. J-O-C, right now, get some of the best apparel Wisconsin's got to offer. Iron Jock, it's what's inside that matters. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. Miss any of the show? Find full show podcasts free on Wisconsin On Demand and wherever you get your podcasts. I just won the BMW Charity Pro-Am, uh, high-handicap celebrity division. Uh, it's, honestly, it's more of an honor to be considered a celebrity than it is to even win this thing, but I'm thrilled, and it's super-duper heavy, and it's the coolest trophy out here. So thanks to BMW, and thanks to Greenville and Thornblade for everything you guys did. The fans were amazing. Keep it electric for the uh, golfers tomorrow. The champ is back. What a professional-sounding interview. All that uh, broadcasting school. Yeah. A.K.A. Rutledge and Hamilton is paid off for Matt Hamilton. This is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light Live from the Everlight Solar Studio. And Matt... Do I get to consider myself a multi-sport athlete now? Yeah, absolutely. That that, that qualifies me. Look Ryan, out, you think too? Oh, certainly. I mean, Olympian Perfect. and professional and celebrity professional golfer, too. Celebrity Maybe professional that's the deal, golf the champ. The celebrity aspect. Right. I mean, come on. I know. Right? Super time, big time celebrity Matt time. Hamilton. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a lister in Greenville, South Carolina, for one week a year. <laughs> it's, I'm telling you, it's seriously, it's incredible. They so the last three years, they always provide you with an X5, and they give you the option of a volunteer driver, or the, you can just get it and re- basically be the driver. Well, obviously, the mountains are normally blue so i would prefer the driver well i've had the same guy now for three years awesome guy but he's he's like at your beck and call i was like oh done with uh my round of golf today come pick me up at the course let's go to a bar and get something to eat and a beer and i'd go do that he'd hang out and maybe have lunch with us and then we'd it was it's so cool to really get that like red carpet celebrity like experience when I get to come back home. Jenny didn't roll out any red carpet. <laughs> she never offered to drive me anywhere when we got back. You had to drive yourself here today? I did. Yeah. I did. And like we went to a friend's birthday party yesterday. She didn't even offer to drive. I just went for the back seat, and she's like, what are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> Let's get out to the talk and text on 844-770-3776. So Dave in Deerfield chimes in saying, Matt, so happy for you. Maybe his high school friend Henry Diane will buy you dinner, or maybe oh. you can buy us lunch, just saying. I think Dave in Deerfield has been looking for a free lunch for a while. <laughs> Wait, if this is the Dave in Deerfield, uh, there's one that wants to buy us lunch. Yes, it's his name on the talking text line is Dave in Deerfield, who wants to get lunch. Yeah, he wants to take us out for lunch. We do have to take him up on that offer. Yes. Uh, Vintage is right here. Right. I'm back. Yes. He's for back, a minute. baby. We're back for a minute now. I don't even want to look at my calendar to confirm that. <laughs> <laughs> well, the Ted Lasso calendar out right outside my desk area is empty for June, but I would yeah. imagine that's probably an error. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> we'll, we'll find out. Waka waka. <laughs> well, because Matt has gone so long, we've started a new segment when Matt has gone for more than a few days. What Matt missed. 
Yeah, so we have had a few takes while Matt was gone. So first off, we'll go back to last Wednesday and Strofe and Jim talked about Jordan Love. He had some struggles over at OTAs, but Jim asked Strofe what his worry meter was for Jordan Love. Here is the clip. Hey, I'm Matt Hamilton. I just won the BMW Charity Pro-Am. Just kidding. Not that one. It's this one. That's so good. This is nothing to panic about. This is nothing to panic. Nothing to panic but, about. Oh, you don't crank keep the, an eye on. You don't crank the panic meter up from like zero. Where were you before? This? July, I will crank the panic what was, meter. What is your panic uh, I just, meter I about? I don't know what he could do in OTAs that would make me go, holy crap, this guy. Go, holy stinks. This is going to be a horrible year. Well, that's he would not have any ups. So, Matt, what do you think? There were some struggles with Jordan Love. He had some fluttering balls in the red zone. Well, and so I described it as a roller coaster to Jason Wilde. He said, I mean, I guess, but there wasn't that many highs. Right. And so, and then Matt LaFleur had quotes that sounded like Matt Nagy talking about Mitch Trubisky. That's how he got there. So I just basically set it up. Hey, man, if you were at like a zero, would you kick it to like a one? Like, you know, would you right. kick it up a little bit? Not freak out, but like, would you kick it up a little bit? That was the premise of the question. Right. And I feel like in typical strofe fashion, took it a little over the top. Dug his heels in. Dug his heels in. Not at all. Well, that, it does worry me a touch. The thing is, I had a fairly, I have a fairly low bar for Jordan Love and what I'm expecting from him. So to hear that he's still getting his feet under him and is like first time going to be the starter, like regardless of his time that he's been around and been in this uh, organization, this is the first time he's been in this situation and has had, and even though it's OTAs and stuff, there's pressure on him to perform right now. They like fans want to see it. Reporters want to report on a, a positive showing from Jordan Love. There is still pressure on this guy, so I don't have any problem with him still like getting comfortable with his new role on this football team as the leader and driver of the offense. So I, I'll kick it up to a one because he is going to be the starter next year, no matter what. There's not even a question about it. And if he's not looking super crisp yet, yeah, that's a little bit. But I'm not by any means getting close to panicking. Next. All right, so the next day after that, Jim was in here with Jesse Nelson and Colin Russo stepping in for you, who stepped in for Alex Strofe. So, or <laughs> Alex Strofe, who stepped in for you. And they talked about a question from, well, the Tausch host, Mark Tauscher, about where the Packers would stand in the NFC power rankings. And this was the question Jesse asked about Packers fans, where they consider the Packers are in the NFC North standings. How many Packers fans feel the same way Tausch does? How many Packers fans would say that the Packers are on the same tier or a better tier than every team in the NFC North? Because Tausch's big assertion today is that when you look at the NFC North, Bears are a team that's on the up but still a lot of room to grow. The Vikings have gotten worse in a similar sense that the Packers have this offseason. The Lions, while stock was up at the end of the season, are still a very unproven winning culture team. Tausch thinks the Packers have as good a chance as any in the NFC North to win the division title this year. How many Packers fans do you think feel the same way? So, Matt, how do you feel about the Packers in the NFC North specifically? Well, I definitely don't think they're favorites to to win the division. No, Um, they are not. I think I still like the Vikings because they're the most proven. And then I would probably have the Packers just edging out Justin Fields and the Bears. And the only reason I say that is because Justin hasn't taken that next step yet. He showed great signs last year, and it looks like he's 
poised to take that next step. And I am going to leave myself open to reevaluate this. I think the Packers are in third. I like what the Lions did at the end of last season. I think they got their culture rolling in the right direction until Justin Fields has a couple breakout games and shows that he has taken that next step. I'm not ready to give them that spot ahead of the Packers, but it's. I think it's no doubt the Vikings, and I probably would put the Lions just edging out the Packers. See, I'll go Lions, Vikings. I'll give you the Packers. The, your logic's funny, though, because Jordan Love has done bupkiss, so he has zero steps on the ladder towards greatness. But For sure. I'm not going to argue on it. I, I think those two teams, I think Chicago and Green Bay, are on the same tier. I think injury, I would agree with that. I think injuries, it'll be one uh, mitigating factor between those two, leveling it out. Then the other one will be Fields is at the point where he needs to take another jump. Will yeah. he take it? Yeah, the, I think another big difference is going to be that turnover differential if – like the pat, whatever team has a better turnover differential, I think is going to end up finishing better in the division. If uh, the Bears aren't safe with the ball, they're going to be the last spot. And if the Packers aren't safe with the ball, they could easily find themselves down there as well. Yes. And last week, while you were away, the perhaps most heated debate was not about <laughs> Jordan Love or about the Packers, but about. The topic of chocolate and candy was actually <laughs> the most recurring conversation. Interesting. So I'll just go ahead and play the clip between Strofe and Jim from last Wednesday. Chocolate is candy. But I think, I think the clear differentiator is, do you want... There's not a differentiator. That's <laughs> like saying strawberries or fruit. Which one would you rather have, strawberries or fruit? But no, it's not the same. Yes, it is. That's exactly what you're can- doing right now. When I say candy, what comes to your mind? Chocolate. No, so when I say candy, like Jolly Ranchers, Skittles. <laughs> that's su- fruit candy. Suckers, things like that come to mind. That, and that's the stuff I like, right? Like I, like I think Starbucks we're talking more Skittles. like Pepsi or Coke, not... <laughs> like a choc- I, I think that's like they're all cola. This is a horrible tank. No, it's a, a correct take. No, it's not. Chocolate is candy. Pepsi and Coke are both cola. They're different. So we looked it up. Chocolate, you know, chocolate store or candy store owners differentiate. Confectioners, confectioneries, they yeah. differentiate. There's chocolate and there's candy. Right. So like the people that are in the business differentiate. And by the way, a Butterfinger is called a chocolate bar. Snickers calls it a chocolate bar. On their website, they call it chocolate bars. We colloquially call it candy bars, right. but those places call it chocolate bars. Interesting. Okay. So that's where so like that's why I said like okay. I'm right on this. So yeah, and here's the thing. I'm going to kind of hedge between the two of you because I kind of think you're both right. I do think that chocolate is a type of candy, and it's kind of like the whole situation. A square is a rectangle, but a rectangle is not a square. Okay. Does that make sense? Yeah, because okay. there's certain rules for it and naming rules. Chocolate is chocolate. It needs a, a cacao bean to be considered chocolate. That doesn't mean chocolate can't be candy. So, like, I, I, I think. Candy is like a more a larger like umbrella, and chocolate is almost like a subcategory of candy. Now, I am with you. When I think candy, I don't necessarily think chocolate bar. I I'm kind of thinking more of the fruit candies, like uh, Strope was mentioning. But so that's I, I'm kind of in like the middle. Like a lint or a Lindor chocolate. What is that? Whatever that Lindor, Lindor truffle. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's or a lint. Yeah, maybe Lind. that's technically... <laughs> L-I-N-D-T. So my, Lind. my oh, whole yes. point is, and we're on the same page, is cool. yes, like, technically, it has sugar it has sugar in it, it it's qualified as a yeah. candy, but, like, locally, we refer to... We do gonna, call them candy bars. But, but, but also, like, I want chocolate, 
or for I sure. want candy. Yeah, and that's when how I'm vibing yeah. for something sweet. Like it is one or the other. It's not like I just need something that's sweet. It's yeah. like I either want chocolate or I want like right. some and- Smarties or Skittles or whatever. And it all the the impetus was uh, my we were at the store and my daughter was like. Uh, do I want M&M's or Skittles? They're the same. I said, well, no. <laughs> <laughs> Mix them together and tell me they're the same. So that's kind of where it all really started from there. So, all righty. All right, so we had one final one that connects back to the first segment about Steve Stricker and his win at the AmFam Championship. So this is a question Jesse Nelson asked Alex Strofe, who guest appeared on uh, Rutledge and Hamilton on Friday. I'll go ahead and play the clip for you. How many strokes would you need Steve Stricker to give you in order for you to beat him in a round of 18 holes? I'm legitimately debating in my head right now, internal battle, if it's two or three digits. <laughs> like, I, I think it's probably 65 or 70 strokes. I wish I was joking. So how about you, Matt? How many strokes would you need Steve Stricker to give you after your big win down on the Corn Ferry Tour? Ooh, and uh, and are we playing University Ridge? Sure, course? sure. For case for. Argument's sake, let's say University Ridge. Okay, well, that is the course I play league at and would definitely feel the most comfortable playing Steve Stricker, I feel like, right now. Um, Look at this guy. Yeah. He wins the BMW well, no, X7 no. high it. handicap select division. Now he's getting ready to take on Steve Stricker on his home course. I, I have an established handicap <laughs> at University Ridge. And they would tell me, they would tell me that according to how I play in league, that I would need 14 strokes. To, to at least give him a run. Because if you're assuming Steve yeah. Stricker, he's probably going negative. He's probably going to go minus three or four. But if you're assuming he's going to be a one or like like scratch golfer, for me to be scratch, I need 14 strokes. So maybe if he's going to go, if you if he thinks he's going to go three under, I'd need 17 strokes to give him a run. Okay. So I'm going to say 17. Perfect. <laughs> do you think I could do it? Uh, I mean, you- I think Strofe beats Steve Stricker with 70. I think Strofe needs 100. But here's the I thing. I think he needs 100. If Strofe has the yips and we're counting legit, because that yeah. hole where he had like legitimately nine misses, yep. those count as strokes. Yes. Like technically. You don't think he'd get the yips playing with Strick <laughs> <laughs> On his home course? That's... I, a home course is loose, guys. His home course is Edgerton Town oh, Country Club. Okay. And then he's lived on TPC, yeah, TPC Wisconsin or Cherokee for all the... Older people like me and Jim. Yes. <laughs> uh, now, what I do know is that you're always champion and your good friends at Revive Restoration and Josh Duggan over there, who sometimes golf with you at Uridge, uh, big fans of Matt Hamilton. But you're a fan of them, uh, whether you need them or not. Revive Restoration, when you do need them, they're the ones you want to go to. Exactly, because nobody plans for an accident to happen. But when it does, you should know what you need to do. And what you need to do is get the Revive Pros and Revive Restoration on the line. From things like smoke damage, water damage, fire, storm damage, and a whole lot more, Revive Restoration has your home covered 24-7, 365 days a year. You can count on Revive Restoration to be professional, efficient, and detail-oriented as they make things right again. 60% of businesses that have an accident aren't able to make it back. Don't let that happen to you if you've got an accident in your business or an accident at your, your home residence. Revive Restoration can help you out. You can go online to revivepros.com or call Revive Restoration today. Remember, Revive Pros have your back. 365 24 7. This is what-
This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. The mountains are blue, and we can prove it. Follow the show on Twitter at Jim and Matt. Mark your calendar, folks. June 17th, that's this weekend. The uh, World Naked Bike Ride is coming to Madison, Wisconsin. What? Press and other spectators are advised that the designated viewing area for the World Naked Bike Ride is the Lakeshore Path in Brittingham Park. The estimated arrival time will be at 11.45. All are asked to be polite. And respectful and to maintain a safe distance <laughs> from the cyclist. What's that mean? <laughs> Photographers and journalists are requested to respect the ride participation and refrain from following them onto private property uh, before and after the event. Is it too late to sign up? Well, this is my secondary Iron Jock poll question. Which one of the three of us is the most likely... To do the naked bike ride. It's between me and Matt. 844-770-3776. It would take a lot of money. <laughs> really? To get me naked on so, a bike. It's funny you bring this up because yeah. probably two years ago, uh, around this time, because it's when this happened, I was filling in for Jim on what was then the jump around with Jim Rutledge. And I believe it was Alex Gravatt, one of our producers, Alex G, who brought this up to me. And I said, you know, while I live in Madison, I've got to do this at some point. Because it sounds so ridiculous, it sounds like something I would do for 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 s's and giggles. Um, now I'm busy this Saturday, unfortunately, but this sounds like a blast. So eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. The World Naked Bike Ride is coming through Madison. <laughs> so is it fully nude? So I got a story for you I'm on sure this in a second. You have the option because I can't imagine it would be very super comfortable on the seat. Maybe right. You'd see that's what I'm thinking about. Like I don't like riding shorts. a bike in general because it's uncomfortable. <laughs> right. Let alone naked. It might be more comfortable if you're naked though. You have more room to adjust rather than the constraints <laughs> of pants. You know. Yeah, but like, what happens if you hit like a bump or like the wrong, like, oh. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Like, this is the question I have that. I mean, if you fall. Just close it up, buddy. What happens if you fall? Squeeze. Squeeze. Oh, I mean, if you fall, you're you done. You go in full protect mode, right? Oh, Squeeze. Yeah. Yeah. Tuck and roll. <laughs> Literally. Yeah. <laughs> Different areas than right, you're used to, right. yes. Uh, this is Rutledge and Hamilton. Matt Hamilton, Jim Rutledge with you. Alex Strofe in here as well for this segment. You're filling in uh, on Scalzo and Brust a little bit later. Uh, we're live from the Everlight Solar Studio, 844-770-3776. Which one of the three of us uh, is most likely to do the uh, World Naked Bike Ride? <laughs> and uh, that'll be our secondary uh, Iron Jock poll question. That is up at Jim and Matt. We are on uh, TikTok as well. So uh, wave to the folks there, fellas. But- Hi, TikToks. Hey, TikToky. I, as a good dad, I've I've where is this going? <laughs> I've brought the kids to that park before. Oh, doing this? No, so the no. first time it came through, I didn't know it was a thing. Oh no! So we were down there. <laughs> there is a great playground at this said park. It's new. Ah, uh, the kids have played oh, I bet at every butthole in America's been on those slides. So, well, it's not the world slide yeah. race; it's a bike. They don't race. get to pause and go play on the playground naked with the children around. This is a bike ride. Yeah, so, true. As, that was the viewing area. They they ride right. by it. So They're not as, stopping at the right, park. So it is probably about. Isn't that a federal offense? Uh, well, you have to be an actual criminal. 
And so... Yeah, but you can't be naked in a park. Well, they're not... They're riding past the park. Right. So here's Damn. how to set... It's maybe this is unbelievable. 200 yards away. That's that's where the, the shore... The, the North Shore... Kind oh, of, okay. Decent the, distance. Yes. Yeah, so, like, it was more of... I look and I see people riding by initially and the kids are playing. And then I was like, they're not wearing any clothes. What is happening? And then I look on Twitter or social media and I'm like, oh... And it was too far away, and the kids were even younger then. They weren't interested, nor was I. So it was more just like averting your eyes. So you have never told them what they saw that day? No, they have no idea. Nor <laughs> if I know if I've told my wife that they're, that uh, our children uh, were adjacent <laughs> to the World Naked bike ride. But, uh, yeah, so it's really, honestly, I view it more as, and I guess the, maybe I, we guess Alex I would do want to clarify for I, Alex, I do think this would be illegal if it wasn't like a sanctioned ride correct, like right. this. Yes. <laughs> Yes. Because you asked, like, is yeah, that illegal? I'm like, but yeah, yeah, Alex, I would not recommend I like, guess if riding your bike we're not have a day Hamilton naked, naked yeah. bike ride through Madison. Yeah. <laughs> you're definitely you think we get not. that sanctioned if we win Best of Madison? I'm not doing it. So. I'm <laughs> and I'm going to be gone. Vote that for week. us, uh, best of <laughs> <laughs> vote for us, Best of Madison, uh, and then maybe Strofe will ride naked. We ride naked <laughs> if we win Best Radio Team in Madison. Um, no, I do not want I, that. I, I, I gotta get. Sure, it, I, I gotta I will get pull a pass. against us if that's the case. If that's something that I well, would have to wants, witness. You, we don't have to go. Okay, Alex fair. Just go. Okay, yeah. if it's just oh. Alex on his own and there's no affiliation with me, <laughs> TikTok live I'm stream. <laughs> just keep it above the waist. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! So you're this? Are you going? Is that what you're busy doing? We can just, this week? <laughs> no, no, no. I have a grad party, so I'll be uh, I'll be occupied. Matt, you're not going to go? No. I honestly I am around, but I'm going to try and find a so way I, to make plans yeah, somewhere <laughs> far away. <laughs> I honestly view the press release as more like a warning. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Oh, by the way. This is going on. <laughs> there's a bunch Avoid of naked people. Area. But I, I wonder what, A, participation they get. So how many people are signing up and actually riding in this? If it's the world naked bike ride. I mean, I imagine there's people coming from all over Looney Towns, right? Um, across the country. But B, what is the spectatorship like? Right? How many people are actually going Who out of their way bring? to take this? That's in? another eight four four seven seven zero thirty seven seventy six. Who are you bringing to like cheer you on? Well, what are what? I where, would have, what do you fall as like classification of a human being if you're going to spectate that? Are you a creep? First date? Are you supportive? <laughs> To cheer are, you on? Are you like what are you? I, I don't know. I but kind like, of lean creep. Now, can I ask you this question? It depends. Unless yeah. you have a friend in it that you're yeah, actually right. cheering exactly. on, like I think you're creep. I'm not, I'm not cheering either one of you on. Now, here's the thing, though. <laughs> Fake friend. I wouldn't want like, and I've been working out of Carbon World Health, and I'll tell you about that in a minute. Like, I feel like I look good, best I looked in a while. I still People don't want to like. I still don't want my wife to see me riding a bike. It's not like it's. Attractive, like ride a bike naked. It's not even like I wouldn't want her to come watch me <laughs> all sweaty and worn out and be like, just hey, yeah, if, if, around a bunch of other naked people. Like, I don't know. I wouldn't want anyone to come watch. No, hundred percent. No, if ESPN magazine, the body issue, mm -hmm. gave you a phone call, Jim. Yeah, and I, I'm not asking your price. Yeah. I'm asking if you would do it. You know what? I mean, thanks to the folks at Carbon World Health. I mean, I take the semi-glutide. I'm down to 198. Ten percent body fat. It's getting close to my weight. Uh, I am I am looking good. I'm a lean, mean, body magazine type body machine. Bike yeah. mach naked thanks, biking machine. Thanks to my friends at Carbon World Health. You can go to CarbonWorldHealth.com and ask them about semi-glutide for you. I would possibly, but it, I wouldn't, it wouldn't be enough money for me. It would be like, if it was like raising money for something, I might consider it. Okay, so there'd have to be a charity aspect for Jim Rutledge to pose naked. Is what you just told me. I think so, yeah. 
Yeah. It's a hell of a way to spin that. You know, our friend Chris Plies has been in, in that issue. I did not know that. Yeah, back before 2012 when he was the alternate, or 2010 when he was the alternate on Schuster's team, mm-hmm. he was invited out to New York to do a ESPN The Body issue. Did you get the invite? <laughs> Are you kidding me? They're not looking. They're not looking to see that. We would have these. Hey, nobody wants to see that, Jim. You know how they have like fireman calendars. I was we just would about have to the, say we, we should have, have a Rutledge and Hamilton calendar. It would sell four <laughs> copies. Who? We literally. Couldn't I give can't it away. even think of four people that would buy. It. My wife wouldn't buy it. Yeah, Same. I was just about to say I don't think my right? girlfriend like, would buy I it. I don't think we're selling four copies. She sees too much as is, right? So uh, <laughs> yeah, she's asking well, she needs a calendar. Strope with his <laughs> door open policy. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The, the door open pooping policy. Uh, it's, it's like ODDP all, open door all, dumping policy. Yeah. All of our stupid <laughs> others have asked us to just turn off the lights. Uh, please. <laughs> like, so, they're not buying the calendar. They're like, just go ahead and turn off the lights. Yes. Turn off the lights. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I've seen enough. <laughs> yeah. I don't yeah. need to see anymore. Huh. It's it's weird how similar yet different our lifestyles are, isn't it? <laughs> Except two of us are not considering at all riding in the uh, world naked bike. I would yeah. like to do it at some point. But maybe like when I'm like 65 years old. There's a freedom that like you don't want to get anything caught in the chain if you're that old. <laughs> That's a great point. But there is a freedom at some point of like you just don't don't give a flip of like whatever. I'm old and naked now. Like, yeah, right, <laughs> right. And that's what I think I'll be, be like. That. Strofe's going to be that guy at the beach, that like old dude with the gray beard that wears a Speedo. Yes. Well, yes. I think you guys will be shocked when I tell you I pretty much already don't give a damn about my appearance. I know that's shocking to both of you. Um, In other news, sky blue, yeah, grass right. green. Right. Um, so so that's, that's why I think, that's why I think I'd, be, I'd be right for this. You know, I feel like I'd fit in. I'd be amongst my people. Who just don't give a damn about the judgment of others. Right, because if you are riding a bike naked, this is not at all about looking good. No. <laughs> like this no. is not This is about self confidence and self love and, and knowing that you're enough and also you know how to ride a bicycle. <laughs> you're proving yeah. that you don't care what you look like and you know how to ride a bike. That's what this is. And so, I love it. I'm all for it. I I mean the tandem bike. <laughs> <laughs> Can we get a try for the that's, three of us? That's the one. Like <laughs> <laughs> then that's it. If we're doing, I, might be a little human centipede though. No. Oh, oh, easy, Alex. Only if we fall. <laughs> Sadler chiming in on Twitter saying he wanted to see all three of you guys participating in this bike ride. And so far, <laughs> the early poll results have actually Matt running away with this one. Only seven votes, but he has five, oh, nine votes now. Matt has... Five of them, Strofe has three, Jim with a singular vote. I, I imagine it'll continue that way. I think people view Matt as just like a free spirit, you know, doesn't care. I'm but just slightly more, I, I care a little bit more than that. And I think you care a little bit more than me is what we're realizing here. When it comes to appearance, yeah. Which is shocking to me. Well, because I've got an appearance that I'm about you, with yeah. from the Olympics. I Looking created, kind of like, homeless, yeah. I, well, I mean, I don't know about that. Maybe like like slightly scruffy and debonair, but I'm not homeless. <laughs> Dead by God. <laughs> yeah. Get a joker. Fight it out. <laughs> I mean, it's true. You know, it's it's your own describing words. You're entitled to your opinion. <laughs> but it's like your opinion, man. I think that, yeah, I've got, I established like a, 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 a a Matt Hamilton at the the last two Olympics I played at. So yeah, I try and maintain that image and I'm not and I think that's the reason this voting is going that way is that image might be like Matt would totally go for a naked bike ride. He'd probably do it with a bunch of Coors Light and like a yeah. fanny pack. There you go. And so you can just like fire him out. 
So or like the bandolier, you ever see those that can hold the beers? It's yes. like a, it's, you know, it's yeah, like a. But then a you're not naked. You but then you're not naked. Like, like Chewbacca. Then. Well, I mean, <laughs> a little bit like Chewbacca. I, there yeah. would have to be some sort of like barrier. I'm pretty sure if I was going to do that ride, I don't think I could do it completely naked. I, I just don't think the uh, rubbing would have work you ever the right worn a way. Speedo. Yes, I own two. Do you enjoy them? No, wearing them. I <laughs> no, I don't. So why do you own two? They were a gift from a ridiculous company that okay, makes let, let me ridiculous stuff. Let me rephrase the question. Have you worn a Speedo? I mean, for the lulls after I got that Speedo, yeah. Like, it's like denim. Gen. That's so, it. Like, that's the, what he's getting The at. Speedo is like. I don't think that's what he's it's getting It's like at. denim look. No, I think I wore it like into a party for like 10 minutes. Exactly. It, was like, it sounds uh, like he's yeah. doing it for his buds more yeah. so than his wife. Yeah, no, again, for the lulls. Turn off the lights. You're yeah, doing it for the lulls. The LOLs, right? So that's what I'm kind of here for. Sometimes the bit's more important than my pride. I tend to agree with that a million percent. Yeah, no, that was ego takes a shot on pride this show. <laughs> on this show. But do you think we'd do better than Wilde and Tausch for a calendar? Mm. Yeah, I do. Yeah. I do. Yeah. We wouldn't do better than Scouts on Brust. No. No. Yeah, we would. You think so? No. I think we would be the best selling uh, ESPN Madison show. Ooh. For calendar? Oh, Prep Mania. I, you're a cross show as well with Prep Mania. <laughs> the Dean Dennis Samurai? Yeah, yeah. There you go. I mean, <laughs> yeah, done. Well, I know which one wins. <laughs> done deal, yeah. Was Scott, was Scott's a college game day? You're on that one too. You're in a lot. Now, I, I got <laughs> the Alex Stroke calendar. <laughs> I'm in. Get, get a photographer to shoot it. I will sell an Alex Stroke. Is that Stroke you, calendar. Nortman, and Orr? Is that what we call that? Yeah, that, might want, that one might have a shot. That one might now, do well. I, I'm, I'm by far the least good looking man on that show, but. I think it's still worth a shot. It's weird he didn't say that about our show. It's a given. <laughs> I am the best looking guy in this show. Adult film stars, Matt Hamilton. Yeah, You're the nicest boy on this show. Absolutely. Thank you, bud. There you go. <laughs> this is Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light. You're listening to Rutledge and Hamilton presented by Coors Light, a finalist for Best of Madison Radio Team. Vote at channel3000.com. People really like this show. These guys were wearing Iron Jock when they made this song because they're feeling so fresh and so clean. Oh, absolutely. Ain't nobody so fresh and so clean as Matt Hamilton wearing my Iron Jock. Jeff Janesville chimes in. A calendar would only work if you get all good karma stations represented. So let's not forget. Let's not forget the uh, good folks up at WBEV. Get uh, Uncle Bill into that. Uh, Uncle Bill is a radio host up in Beaver Dam who. I think he's been doing it about 50, 60 years. So nice. Uh, he's got a following. Nice. No, that's that would he that he might win. One of our interns had a good idea for our calendar. Chrissy said we should lean into it like you ever see awkward family photos? Mm-hmm. So like do like weird backdrops. Or like a and, weird like prom photo yeah. where it's like <laughs> like me holding Strofe's waist right, yeah. <laughs> like in front of like yeah. some weird backdrop. Yeah, like and okay. then you can have like but then you always do those weird special effects so, like my face could like be in the background but it's like superimposed. Right. Yeah, so like we could do awkward family photos but like awkward show photos calendar. Mm, I just, think that. I think that works better for us. Bill McCollum is who Jeff uh, in Janesville is uh, talking about. Of course we love uh, Uncle Bill. Uh, on Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light. 
And the question we have out there, who on the show is most likely to participate in the World Naked Bike Ride? Uh, right now, it is 56%. Matt Hamilton, 37%. <laughs> Running away with it. Alex Strofe, I'm in there at uh, 6%. <laughs> I take... Uh, you definitely... The people know you. Yeah. Like, they got Jim Rutledge 100% know his vibe. People I, like me. I appreciate it. People like me, and they don't want to see me. They don't want to see you naked. Exactly. I'm fine with that. Uh, the Also, the other question we had here, who had the best golf weekend? Madison native Steve Stricker for winning the AmFam Championship. Canadian Nick Taylor for winning the Canadian Open. Or Matt Hamilton winning the celeb division of the at BMW Charity Pro-Am. Right now... Matt Hamilton is dead last. What? Nick Taylor in at number one at 47%. Steve Stricker in at number two at 29%. And then Matt Hamilton in at 24%. I, I'm going to text this to Jerry Kelly and see what his take on this is. I, I Please do. See, I'm going to send him this tweet and see will, if he will, doesn't respond. See if Jerry will come on and talk. He played well. He finished strong, actually. I believe last I looked, he was maybe seven or eight under. Uh, he had a nice final day. It was an interesting day out there. Kyle Montgomery made a little... Run uh, earlier in the day. Uh, so yeah, I saw that. I was a little worried for uh, Steve there because it looked like Colin might be able to pull it off. Uh, but yeah, no, Steve was dialed in. It was really fun to uh, be a part of, and I hung out there all weekend. It was a good time. It was really fun to see Jeter and Phelps. Jeter almost knocked down a putt similar to the one that Taylor knocked down a seventy-two. I would say seventy-two foot putt. I would say that Jeter put it maybe within five feet of the hole. It was a pretty good putt. Uh, from really far out on the back end, basically he was could not have been much further away on the green from the hole and, and almost uh, put it in there. So he did a great job over at U uh, Ridge, and it was a great time out there for those folks. We will uh, be right back at it. This is Rutledge and Hamilton, presented by Coors Light.